Hello, and welcome to episode two of Motherhood WTF. Tonight, I am sitting down with my husband, Jacob. It's after hours, meaning that the baby is asleep, and we are discussing our experience with parenthood so far. We're talking about things that shocked us, things that we didn't expect, some of our favorite moments, and asking each other the tough questions. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. It's recording, right? Now it's recording. You might have to sit a little closer to the microphone. (laughs) Gross. It's not ASMR. Is that the one where they're like... Wait. Okay. So tonight on the podcast, I'm joined by my husband Jacob. Hello. He is uh, very excited to be here, and I am not forcing him to participate at all. I'm here on my own will. So why don't you introduce yourself? Maybe tell a story of how we met. Well, my name, as she said, is Jacob. And I have been with my lovely bride for married for over a year now. And we've known each other for about six years, going on seven years. Long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, funny enough, we just happened to match on Tinder. And that's the the easiest and honest way that happened. I mean, we have stories that we tell our families and how we met just to kind of beat around the bush. So if our families are listening. Yeah. But they will um, now know the truth. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they already know the truth anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And it was funny. I, I really still remember our our first date and we sat we went to a bar like kind of like an outdoor bar um and we just kind of sat and talked and we were there for probably about three and a half four hours and Mm -hmm. just did nothing but talk and just had a it was a very very nice time i remember i didn't even want i was afraid to commit to dinner because what if the conversation sucks then you're stuck through the dinner and so for some reason we just got drinks and we were there forever Mm mm-hmm so that's how we met. Mm-hmm. I, now I, well, look at technically, us. the first time we met. Okay, no, that's another day. Casey was very, very messed up. Wow. She was in her party phase in college. Yep. And she didn't want to see me because she was just a little too drunk, but she was having fun. Yep, I was. Mm-hmm. And I hid behind a pole that was uh, <laughs> skinnier than me. So <laughs> she could definitely think she could hide, but I still went up and said hi. <laughs> So that's a little bit about my uh, bestie here. Mm -hmm. Bestie in the Westie. (laughs) So yeah, we have been parents for almost five months. Mm -hmm. He's turning five months in, I think, a week or two. Yes. And we were really thrown into the experience. I feel like neither of us were people who were crazy about kids. Yeah, I mean, we always, 
I always personally grew up with the expectation that I wanted a family. So I knew I knew it would happen one day. But I mean, like enjoying other people's kids. Like we didn't like grow up with a ton of childcare experience. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So we didn't really know what we were doing. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't even want to hold my anyone else's kid until my own. (laughs) Yeah, because then what if you drop them? We were pretty unprepared. Oh yeah, very unprepared. We took the classes. We took classes. Casey kept forcing me to read books, <laughs> but you know, they were like dad, like they were like fatherhood picture books. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but there's certain things that no book or class can prepare you for. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I want to talk about is the sh- first is the shocks, the things that we were not expecting about a newborn now infant. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it can get, it can get crazy and change on you very quickly like first of all one thing i didn't know is that newborns can't really poop or like they have trouble pooping yeah and they're gassy oh i'll, I'll definitely and then gassy. you have to stick the the rod up their butt yeah well he wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like he was necessarily newborn i would say i mean he was probably like I would say two or three months in, he was having a little bit of trouble pushing pushing some out, but we we had the we had the little windies that, that helped to relieve him and he was so much happier after that. But I didn't even know that the windies existed. Oh no, we definitely did some research on that. I just remember he was crying and crying and crying and Jacob was back at work and I called him and I said, I am so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. He won't stop crying and I've tried everything. Turns out the little guy just needed help pooping. Yeah. It's just a little, little gassy guy. So weird. Another thing, babies don't just fall asleep on their own. No. No, not at first. No. Did you also think that? No. I, I mean, you see you see some of the... I mean, I'll take it from context of a movie, too, or movies, too. You know, you see parents rock, trying to rock newborns to sleep and stuff. So I kind of figured, you know, they had to be taking it from somewhere. I just figured if they were tired enough, they would actually fall asleep on their own. True. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean that's happened to us a couple times. Well, what's the thing that you found to be the most shocking about parenthood? Um. Oh, that's a good one. I would probably have to say that the most shocking aspect of it would be just like how much fun as a dad you can have with your with your son or daughter you know in that sense uh you know you have fun with them and when you see them giggle for the very first time or you see him just like interacting with you it's, it's just a lot of fun just to see their growth it is or when they pick up a new skill like every day yeah yeah you know they they tend they learn at their own pace and when they start reaching for stuff and, you know, start spinning in circles when they're sleeping or. But would you say that you were ready to be a parent when I told you I was pregnant? Um, yeah. You know, I wanted, I wanted to have, I wasn't ready as in like, I knew everything that was going to come my way. Yeah. But I was ready as in like, you know, I, I want, I wanted this to happen. I was looking forward to this and, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you come to find out that you could read so many books on on everything about a baby, but it just does not compare to 
holding your child in your hands for the very first time and taking it one step at a time. Oh. Because, I mean, it's it's so different. It, you know, you, you take in the information, but when you're physically having to, you know, change a baby's diaper or feed them or, you know, try to figure out why they're crying so much or putting them down, it's like, that's the real experience. That's true. I agree. And for everyone listening, Jacob and I didn't even know how to change a diaper before oh, we I, had our I son. I jumped straight into that. We didn't practice. It's funny. My cousin, Courtney, if you're if you're listening, Courtney, would always joke, you could come over and practice if you want before the baby comes. And my response was always the same. I am not going to practice. <laughs> I'm going to have to do it enough when he comes. And so we just let the nurses teach us everything that they possibly could. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe that's something important to say. If we have some people listening that are maybe a little hesitant to start a family or maybe they're pregnant and they haven't had their child yet, mm -hmm. it could probably be comforting to hear that nobody really knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a little advice that really caught me off guard for when you're, when you first, you know, you first have your newborn in the hospital and you're, you know, trying to get comfortable to maybe even just rest a little bit for mothers and fathers out there. Your baby could possibly still have amniotic fluid inside of them. And this was a very real experience for me because I was trying to sleep on the most uncomfortable chair in in the, yeah, in the hospital because men have it really hard during labor okay i'm just saying this, i'm just saying i'm not oh well, yeah i'm not comparing it to that at all it's just like i was sure i mean it's like you know you're sleeping on like okay okay not, okay you know it'd be different if it was like a lounge chair or something but men don't deserve a lounge chair <laughs> okay they here we go. just lay on the ground <laughs> okay. in the corner that's, of that's the room rude. in a ball that's rude in a ball Unless the unless the woman needs something. Yeah, unless the woman is like, okay, you can come sleep at sleep at the foot of the bed now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that brings up a good story. Remember when I was in labor and you ate? So I packed him snacks for for the hospital because I knew even if I didn't want to eat, I wanted to make sure that he could eat and you know keep up his energy. And so I packed him a bunch of varieties of sweet and salty things. And one of them was a granola bar. And I think I kept it together pretty damn well during labor. I never really snapped at anyone. Mm -mm. But the one time that I might have done a little mini snap at Jacob <laughs> was when he ate a granola bar and he came back in and he got right up by my face to comfort me. And he still smelled like granola bar. And I was like. Oh, yes. Her senses were so heightened. My senses were heightened. And I was like, get away with, get away from me with your granola breath. Oh, she hated me. <laughs> Take a sip of my white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a part of a podcast group called Off the Vine. If you're listening because you saw my posts in Off the Vine, thanks for being here. Hope you're enjoying. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I wrote on that page, and I think there are probably like over 5,000, 6,000 women in there, if I had to guess. That's a lot. And I asked them, 
What would you ask your friends that have kids if you knew that they couldn't get mad or upset and nothing is off limits? And so I got a lot of questions from a lot of childless women that I think we should tackle a few of them as first-time parents. Okay, so the first one. Have you always been okay with bodily fluids or do you just kind of get over that when you become a parent? I feel like that's a good one. Yeah. So I can speak from experience. I um, do not like seeing blood and I um, have whatever that phobia is about vomit. I've always been really scared to vomit. Mm-hmm. You've never, you never threw up around me. Right. And so that was something I was really nervous about going into parenting. I was like, well, what if I can't handle it? And I mean, we've only been parenting for about five months, but I can say when it's your child, the vomit doesn't bother you. The poop doesn't bother you. I mean, hopefully they're not bleeding, but the blood doesn't bother you. Mm. And I feel like maybe it's the maternal instinct that kicks in. Like, oh, you know, I love him. I created him. You know, he's my child, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you don't mind. Yeah. So that was weird for me because now he can vomit on me. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because Jacob will be like, oh, you have vomit on your shirt. And I'm like, I know, whatever. Yeah. At this point, you're just kind of like, oh, it happened. It's going to happen again Mm -hmm. in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) with with our kid, at least in the experiences of him pooping, you know. You never know if it's going to stay in the diaper or if it's going to end up up his back. How does it go up? I think it's just the way he's sitting. Sometimes it's just the way he's sitting where it's like. But there's got to be some real force behind those farts for them to go up. Yeah, I mean, you never. you, you Yeah. I mean, that that child. <laughs> that child has force. He poops like it's an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a question. What are the things about parenting that nobody could have possibly prepared you for? Um, probably how fast they're going to grow. That's a good one. He's been growing pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, it seems like just yesterday he was... You know, this newborn that, you know, just weighed six pounds and then, you know, four and a half months down the road, he's already at 15 pounds. And you're like, where did all this come from? Yeah. And the fact that he's just learning something new every day, like today, for example, he laid on his stomach and he scooted himself all the way around in a circle. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time he had ever done that. Or like today he started being able to reach for his toys while he was on his stomach that's new too like i feel like it's constant like they're constantly trying to figure out the world and it's so cool but it's also so sad yeah they're just getting bigger every day yeah i think the thing that nobody can prepare you for is how your priority just shifts overnight how so like you go from living your life a certain way to living your life a different way immediately just because of 
one, one or two or three. You never or know. Or four or five. Oh, oh, let's not go that far. One for you. One for you. Uh, yeah. Oprah. Yeah. Oprah. You get a baby. Oh, yeah. You, you get, get a baby. baby. <laughs> Everyone gets a baby. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like your priorities shift mm-hmm. so drastically. Oh, yeah. Because you're no longer thinking like about yourself or whatever. Like, yeah. For example, when you go to work, you're not just thinking about work. No. No. Or when you go out with your friends, you're not just thinking about the fact that you're with your friends. Yeah. Like it's like your child is always taking up a part of your brain. Yes. You're having to take care of this individual, this human being that cannot fend for themselves. So it's always going to be in the back of your mind, especially when they're super young like this. So But it's so rewarding. Oh yeah. I mean, every day we keep him alive. Just we should be doing a booty bump at the end of the hall. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good goal. To get. That's a good goal for the end of the day. Kids, hey, I mean, sometimes it's all you can ask for. You know, breathing clean, clean ish. Yeah, depends, depending <laughs> on the night. <laughs> well, is being a parent what you expected? That's the next question I wrote down here. I would say, I would say yes to that one, mm-hmm. but only in a certain certain senses. Like you know, as far as like, you know, taking care of them, it's work. It's hard work mm-hmm. to be able to say because, you know, if you you know want to plan to go out somewhere, like you need to figure out okay. At this time, like, are we who's going to watch him? Who's going to watch him? Are we going to take them with with us? You can't just get in the you know, car and go. Yeah, it's like your stuff you need to bring. It's, you know, I I knew that was stuff was coming into play. It's just, but it was it, it kind of it hit me kind of hard. You know, I I didn't ex- expect how hard it was going to hit, but you know, it happened. You adjust, you become stronger at it, and then, boom, super parent. Yeah. I mean, am I too rash to say that we were not having fun with him when he was just born? Um, I think it was more or less us having to. It was like survival mode. Yeah. I mean, it was more or less like us having to wake up every two to three hours to feed him and everything like on a set schedule which trying to ki- figure out what he wants yeah which kind of i feel like the sleep schedule is like the most hard the hardest thing about it it's because you know you you have to adjust so strongly to it all right so we have taken a brief intermission uh, the baby woke up, started screaming. Yep. Uh, nothing, nothing usual or unusual. Sorry. You were right the first. Nothing unusual. Nothing unusual. Um, <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob uh, snapped into dad mode and put him back down and uh, grabbed himself a white claw from the fridge as a reward. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> and now we're back Mm -hmm. and we shall continue (laughs) so i have a good question for you 
And he has not been prepped on these questions. No, I'm just winging it. How do you think our relationship changed when we had Elliot? I think it got stronger. I do. I um, think that too. You say that like you're like, oh, I don't know. Well, you know, everyone <laughs> likes to tell the horror stories. I mean, of how a child ruins everything or something. And we both, you know, at have least broken our, families. At least in and... our outcome. You know, our um, from, you know, we, you, we really relied on each other to help one, one another out. And I think the main thing that kept us, you know, very sane is being able to have our own things to do. That's you true. know, like having together time, but also having that, you know, solo time, you know, like me, you know, just playing games, taking some time off or uh, you playing games as well, or, or, or crocheting or crocheting, or, you know, even taking a nice warm bath yeah, and just relaxing, you know, just having that time to yourself uh, can really just help kind of reset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I do agree. I think that our relationship got stronger and I feel bad for for the people that tell me that their relationship, you know, kind of fell apart when they had kids because I feel like we're more of a team now than we ever were. Yeah. Because we have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Life altering. It really is. <laughs> but what is like your favorite? I know it's going to be hard, but what is like one of your favorite parenthood moments that you've had so far um i would say mine well there's so many but one of my favorite things so far is when he sleeps and he wakes up and he's in his room by himself mm -hmm. and i go in or you, you know but since it's my favorite specifically i go in to get him and you see his face light up mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, yeah, my mom biggest, is here. My mom is here face. to take me out of my crib. Yeah. And he gets this huge, dorky little smile. And then you pick him up and he just like melts into you. Like, it's yep. like the best. Post nap cuddles. We call them post nap cuddles. Mm -hmm. And they are the best. <laughs> like, I just never knew I that's could love one. one little tiny human so much. I think that's one of my favorite things. That's a good one. Mm hmm. And I mean, from a woman's perspective, you you spend however long trying to find the right guy and then you get married and, you know, you hope to God that you made the right decision. I think having a child really solidifies that or shows you that you chose wrong. And in my case, it solidified it. So seeing you with our son mm -hmm. is another great experience that is like no other. Yeah. I don't know. Just making him laugh is is my favorite. You know, and hearing him laugh. Yeah, especially <laughs> when he when you really get him going, he like does his like little fake cough, mm -hmm. and it's so funny because he like he'll giggle and laugh, and then he'll just be like, "Stop it, because you're tickling me." <laughs> <laughs> just wait till he could talk and actually say that. I know. I think that's a cool one too. Is like when they're newborn, the only emotion they have is crying. And then as they start to turn into an infant, you actually see their emotions. I think mm -hmm. that's so cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, what's one thing? We'll, we'll finish the show with this. If you're talking to one of your good buddies 
and they said, oh my God, you know, my wife or girlfriend or whatever is pregnant. What advice would you give that friend as a dad, first time dad? I would tell them that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be intimidated and, and to going into it because, you know, you're overwhelmed. Yeah. But just be there for each other. Yeah. Don't don't let, you know, don't let your baby ruin the things, anything between you and your significant other. They are the first ones. Yeah, that's like the saying that I would always say to you before we had him was putting your significant other first is putting your child first. Yes. Yes. Because if you don't put your relationship first, it's mm-hmm. all going to fall apart. Yes. That's good advice. What would you say? Hmm. If you if you if you had one of your best friends sitting here and they're either considering trying to have a child or in the process of having a kid what would you say to them for advice if they were like super scared or just scared in general well first of all i would be positive with them because i feel like that's really what you need when you're pregnant i don't know how much negative advice i got that i didn't want when i was pregnant so i would tell them you know you are going to experience a love like no other mm-hmm like it's, it makes life so much more fun. I was just telling my coworkers today when they asked about how he was doing, I said, life was so boring before him. Mm-hmm. So I would lead with that, you know, it's going to be great. No one knows what they're doing, but you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And in those rare occasions where you are not okay and you do not feel like the perfect parent and, you know, you are feeling touched out or you're having anxiety or whatever, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. People don't like talking about that, but that's a very real part of it. That's true. That's good advice. And taking care of yourself is taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's advice that took I had to give myself, you know, to take my health and fitness and everything seriously again. Mm-hmm. I had to tell myself, you know, taking care of me is taking care of him. Well, I love you, boo. Uh-huh. Love you, ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me on my uh, second episode. Of course. It was very fun. Would you do it again? Of course. If you like the podcast so far, please give me five stars. It will make sure that it gets pushed out to more people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Well, let's go to bed because it's 7.30 and our bedtime is like 8 o'clock. Got to get up for work in the morning. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Talk Talk to to you next week.